Uh, let me make sure that the audio looks good. Yeah, we're looking good. Just want to make sure everything's straight before we get started. I don't know why lately, like my um, my live is delayed. Yeah, my my live is delayed, but it's good though. It delays further back and back like it usually do, but this is 156. First and frame rates, episode 156. We're chugging right along. We're going to chugging along to 175, and then we get to 200. Um, it's going to be me and Bills today. Uh, we late by a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Noble say we late. Uh, uh, Noble got the nerve. He be showing up late. I know, like the game. <laughs> like, we we started at 7.30. He shows up at 7.55. Tell him, yo, what up? <laughs> But um, nah, DJ's not gonna be here today. He said he had some business to take care of, so let him handle that. So it's gonna be me and Bills. Um, basically everybody who's gonna be Tuesday and a with one on. We're gonna talk about all. Let's try to get everybody's thoughts on that. So with that being said, you can catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Catch us in the Discord. And um, we're just going to go right into it. Bills, how you been? I've been good, man. Just chilling these past couple of days. And uh, I haven't really actually played many video games, but yeah, I've just been kind of chilling out. Yeah, I, I did a... Um, I did a live stream of NCAA 14 um, last night, and it wasn't even supposed to happen. I just said, hey, I'm going to do it because I was just trying to um, tweak some of my sliders. Mm. And uh, good, I got some good results. I think the main thing, I put it into the, um, I put it in the comment section of that video that the only thing that I didn't do right, I didn't have the game speed to fast. I put it to normal. And that's why I wasn't getting all the results that I was getting prior to live streaming. So if anybody anybody follows my sliders, go back and um, make sure that the game speed is fast. It doesn't make the game wonky or nothing. It, it actually works out based on the, the sliders adjustment. So fast is good. Because, you know, like in some EA games, you make the game fast, the animations go crazy. But that right. that that it, this one is a good move. So trust me. Um, other than that, everything is good. Um, just just another day, man. I got the next five days off. I'm gonna do some cleaning around the house. I'm okay. gonna do some more gaming. Hopefully, I finish The Last of Us too. Um, I hear a lot of people getting drained out by that game. I can understand it because I I, I heard like once you get into Seattle, it was, it's kind of a drag. So, but yeah. I'm gonna live stream it. I need to finish it because I started it, and we're gonna do that also. Look out for the retro stream that I'm doing every Sunday now. But you streaming Madden 2002 for the N64, so that's gonna be be interesting because I didn't, I never knew that game was on N64. But let's let's get into it. Um, COVID, all the changes that everything is going that's going on now with, um, you know, changes of a venue with the NBA, changes to the schedule. With um other uh with other entities, um the Big Ten, the ACC already said they're going to make changes. We're going to talk about those changes. The NFL already had two weeks of their preseason change, and the uh, 
you know, basically the sports for in the fall is in jeopardy. Oh, not to mention the Ivy League, the Yales and the Harvards mm-hmm. of the world. They're not even playing at all this season. They already canceled their season in the Ivy League. So I don't even know what the the FCS is going to do. The division um division three schools are going to do. It's going to be real interesting. So um Bills, I think you got the information. I'm gonna follow along with you. So if you really want to um just reiterate what we're uh talking about and give us a list of what the article says, and we'll just go from there. Uh give me a second. What the hell happened with my damn Twitter account? Did you get banned from Twitter? Nah, hold on. This is it's trying to make sure I'm not a robot or some shit. Hold on a second. I hate this stupid shit. Tell me somebody coming for your neck again. Shit, yeah. Never mind. Let me see if I can pull it up. There's no problem. I was just trying to put our information out on Twitter. So people could come see us. Should be good. Yeah, I, I, that's all I was trying to do. Okay. And then. This all right, basically what happened, it, um, I'm a, I don't want to share the screen because you know how that goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not trusting that. So. Basically, said the coronavirus pandemic continues to rattle college sports landscapes, many leaving many questions unanswered. Before, but before a new normal can take shape, colleges and universities will find have to find a safe way to reopen campuses. Uh, let's see. Okay, the latest news basically said the Big Ten is going conference only. Yep, and they are, and the ACC is delaying fall sports at least until September first. So we're, we're looking at a situation now where, um. Uh, I think t- September first. So we're looking like what week one may not be played in the ACC. Yep. So all right. So then, now uh, Notre Dame's talking about he doesn't think that the season's going to start on time. The athletic director. Okay. So yeah. So now and Notre Dame is very in a, in a really um, difficult spot because they don't even have a conference. Mm-hmm. They're independent. So if if all these other conferences say, look, we're going to play within our conference only. You can only play other independents. <laughs> it's like, like, yeah, they can only play on the independent. They're gonna be playing like UMass and New Mexico State. I mean, they're gonna run. All, that's gonna right. be terrible. Like their strength of schedule is gonna be utter ass. Like, they're gonna win every game by like, right? You know, two touchdowns, but it's not gonna matter because like, who need to play? And, 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 and to make the season uh, look decent, they're probably gonna have to play every independent twice because there's only like five independents in, in, in the whole, yeah, you know, in the, in, the, in, the, in the entire uh, NCAA. Um, my team that I'm using on my new dynasty on NCAA, NC State, five players are test positive for coronavirus. So, um, uh, Ohio State also, they even though the Big Ten is saying they're going to play within their conference, Ohio State and U, the UNC, University of North Carolina, they've paused voluntary workouts. 37 so, positive test results for UNC. Wow. That's crazy. That's what... That, what what the college have 70 players? Yeah. You can have up to 70 players on college on a college roster. That's that's more than half of the team. Yeah, because it says uh school athletes, coaches, and staff. So I mean that's crazy. Um also, cutting eleven sports altogether. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Stanford is he's see now Stanford is cutting all of his varsity programs. 
So now you're talking about men and women's fencing, field hockey, lightweight rowing, which I don't think that should be canceled because rowing, you're outside and you're right. on water. I, I think that's a little far. I think men's well, they're rowing. Probably gonna, they're probably going to say it's, you know, financial more than. Could be. Yeah. But I mean, as far as actually getting a virus, I, I think, you know, if you're doing anything like outside, that's that a lot of fresh air and you're not like up on people. Mm-hmm. I don't see a problem with it. Like women sailing, for instance. What the hell is squash? What what sport is that? Squash, squash is garbage. That's okay. That, okay, that's all. Squash I need is to like say. squash is like um, oh god, how do I describe it? It's like tennis except with a rubber ball and you play inside and it's it's stupid. Bro. So <laughs> so basically, they should cut that just because the the, the sport is cut, stupid, they, right? That's exactly <laughs> what they should cut. You might as well play four square against other schools, all right? Squash. Hey, 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 wait a minute though. Four squares that's the shit though. Nah, if nah, you if you if you get if you get a few play if you get a few people that know what they're doing, four square is kind of dope. Well, okay, it's like you, you should you might as well play taps then. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You might as well play you might as well play taps. Tap taps is low-key ass. It's like the worst basketball version. It's the dumbest game. <laughs> it's really dumb. Uh synchronized swimming, and um, I think that's another one that they could do still. Um, men's volleyball and wrestling. Wrestling and volleyball, I'm not cool with that. That's a little bit too much. Um, Wisconsin players, seven players have tested positive. Sounds like a Karen sport. Uh, yeah, it does, right? Um, let's see what else. Louisville is suspended. All men's basketball voluntary. So see, now we even now now look now now we're getting into basketball, and we didn't yep. even think about that. Now we're getting into basketball. They're, Louisville is conti- um, temporarily suspended all men's basketball volu- for voluntary activities for two weeks. Um, Power Five conferences leaders say they have told ESPN they aren't ready to make any major changes. But you, I want to I want your opinion on this, Bills. They said they weren't able to make any changes on July six. Now. Uh, what day was this? Two days later, July eighth, the Ivy League ruled out playing all sports in the fall. My, this is my problem, and I don't know if you agree with me or not. Mm-hmm. I think this is a sign for things to come because you don't want the big fallout to say the Power Fives is saying we're not going to do it. They want the smaller leagues to say something first, so it kind of softens the blow to all right. fans. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think the Power Five, those are the schools that really are looking at this more financially than safety. Right. I, right. I don't think I don't think they're gonna, and so they absolutely have to cancel. I don't think they will. I think I think what we're really doing, um, and 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 I'm I'm just gonna let the closet I'm gonna let the closet out the bag, let the bag out here you or know, whatever you know what I mean. I'm letting the cat out the bag. Me personally, I'm all for them playing. Like right now, just no fit, no no players in the stands. Just go at it. You got the virus. You're young. You're healthy. Um, most of these guys don't have or aren't immuno uh, immunodeficient. So I just I I'm all for them playing because they're not the ones that's going to end up in ICU somewhere, like dying or something. Because it's like it's like. I think it's like a 98 or 99.98% that people that are under the age of, you know, 40, when they get it, they just quarantine and, and, and fall back. You know, they don't, they're not like, it's not life threatening to them. From what I'm not saying that it, it, it won't be, but I'm just going by statistics. Like, and we're, now we're talking about 18, 19, 20 year olds that some of them, they get it and don't even feel nothing. I would, 
I would say. Look at this one. He comes to early bills. Look at this. <laughs> Yo, B5, you should hop on the show today if you're going to hang around. Right. For a little bit. Um, The way I feel, I feel like you, but I also feel like if, if a guy doesn't want to play or a girl doesn't want to play, there shouldn't be any ramifications. For that. I agree. I do agree with that. I agree with that. They're not I, 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 wouldn't make, I wouldn't make nobody play right now, but I'm no. just saying Mm-mm. I'm all for opening yeah. the, the, the floodgates to let them play, but if they don't want to, you can't force them. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, that, that even goes for professional sports, let alone college. Yeah. You know. I mean, and even pros would probably have a little bit more leeway because they could say, oh, you know what, well, we're paying you. But even then, that's kind of a slippery slope, so... That's what I'm uh, saying. Even though they get, even though right, no, you can't force. Them. Exactly, I was saying. Even if the the, the the professionals are getting played, I'm played. Even yeah. if they're getting paid, if they don't want to play, they shouldn't have to play. Well, you know how to, you know, you know how the NCAA will do it. Oh, it's like where your scholarship, you know, they're just a corny ass organization. Well, I mean, knowing the NCAA, they'll try that, and that'll just be right on along the list of lines of dumb shit that they do anyway, because well, they always do dumb shit. Like, and see, Noble says this baseball players saying they aren't going to play. I get if they don't feel comfortable playing. I would say baseball would be one of the baseball is baseball is one of those sports that I feel like with synchronized swimming or the rowing yeah. because that I mean let's be honest outside of the pitcher not the pitcher but the batter and the umpire and the and the, and the um, catcher everybody's literally socially distanced. Do you know what I mean? Well, I guess you know the fielders are touching the ball though. I can yeah. kind of see it, but I mean, yeah, baseball is definitely better than basketball and yeah. football. Um, look, I understand if nobody, I understand everybody that says they don't want to play. Right. I, um, I, I I totally understand that. I do as well. But at the same time, with the mortality rate, how it is. And you see, that's where I go at it. That's, that's the balance that I have. It's like, it's not like, like. Like I said, anybody who's under the age of 40 or even 45, for instance, they get it. They quarantine. It, like, even if they don't, like, let's say, for instance, if they have, like, real severe, like, not real severe, but if they have symptoms, mm-hmm. yeah, go quarantine. But if you have it and you feel fine and you're not showing, if you're, like, like I said, asymptomatic, mm-hmm. I don't see why you should. I, I don't see why you shouldn't. I, I think you still should play. If yeah. you're asymptomatic, you see what I'm saying? You're asymptomatic, you know, I think it's just, but if you're like, you know, coughing and sneezing or whatever, or you're just not feeling good, you know, go go sit out for the rest of the season or whatever, or the next three weeks. Well, in Noble, see, here's the thing. You said, I heard in a different country, I forget which one they have, the baseball players in the stands instead of the dugouts. Um, I don't know which one that is, but I will say this. The Korean Baseball League is really, really entertaining. Now, the games come on at a just – Pretty inconvenient time. Yeah, they come out like like late at night, five a.m. Yeah, like real odd. Yeah, but if you're up, that is some entertaining baseball to watch. Um, maybe it's because sports aren't really going on right now. That's why I'm so amped up for UFC this weekend. But at the same time, I mean, it's really entertaining. So I'm sure Major League Baseball, and we talked about this too on a past podcast. They need to absolutely execute this restart or this, I guess, startup of their season. Um, This is like their chance to salvage any type of popularity and viewership that they were going to have. Yeah, because the baseball is, I mean, baseball has been up and down for the past, what, 
15, 20 years. They're, yeah. they're, 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 people love it, then they hate it again. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it's, it's one of the sports that I know that's fluctuates so bad ever since Sammy Sosa and them did what they did. It's like they up did and down. more marketing for Mike Trout this week than they have in his entire career. And that's they another put, thing. They right. put a photo up that said, if Mike Trout can wear a mask running around the bases, so can you. That was more marketing for Mike Trout, their best player in the league, than they've done the entire time he's been in the league. Right. Unacceptable. Right. You know, and I mean, and not only that, I think with this thing with players being next to each other, and actually, you know, if they do contract it, but they continue to play, I also think this is another time for them to actually learn more about the virus itself. Like what happens when you are up under somebody or you are playing sports for a long period of time and somebody is asymptomatic or you have a bunch of people that's asymptomatic. Does it get worse? Which from what I see, it don't. But what, I mean, it's just a theory just to see does it get worse? Do it fades off? Do the virus get weaker because it's more exposure? You know, you just don't know because, like, a lot of people, well, it's kind of different, but I know, like, when you get sick with, like, the regular flu or whatever, you'll pass it on to somebody, but the second time when the more people you pass it to, the flu or I can say the flu, but let's say, like, you, a regular cold gets weaker and weaker to the next person it comes to. It's not, it don't, unless if you, like, have, like, a weak uh, immune system, Mm -hmm. you have a lower version of what the first person had. You know what I'm saying? Like the first person who had it like real bad, if like, like right. say if my, my wife is with me, she catches it, but it's not as strong as it was when I had it. Mm. So it, it's just something to, it's just something to think about. Cause I mean, it's, I think it's just more information, you know, not to say that, you know, they should be, you know, sacrificial lambs and, and, and uses, you know, test, you know, test dummies. Right. But if you're asymptomatic and you're playing, I don't see why not. You know, as long as you're not like dizzy and about to pass out, you run a high fever and you're trying to do an alley oop. No, go sit somewhere. You don't need to be doing nothing. You know what I mean? So Noble asked uh, if they have, if they do have the short season with baseball this year, would y'all really, um, would y'all really count who wins the World Series? I mean, they cut 100 games out of the schedule. Look, I've never been a fan <sighs> of the long baseball season to begin with. I actually think a shorter season would prove more difficult. For whoever wins it, I think that would be even more of an accomplishment than the long season. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I don't, I don't, I won't discount it because I mean, the, the season is a see long as they're not playing like fourteen games or something. I think, I think sixty games, you kind of get a big feel of what the what the teams are like. So when they do go to the playoffs, you kind of know what you're getting into. It's not like they're playing twenty eight games and then like you know no team caught their stride or whatever. So shout out uh, to uh, Scott OG in the yeah, house again. Here. Yeah, uh, appreciate said, it. Uh, Mike Trout, baseball, baseball's best player, could walk into any restaurant slash mall prior to COVID, and nobody would know who he is. Exactly, right, exactly. And, and that's the issue. I mean, you can't pick out another sport, um, where you know the average person does not know or recognize the face of their best player. I mean, soccer. You cannot watch soccer. You know who Messi and Ronaldo are. Basketball, right. obviously, you know LeBron. Uh, football, obviously, you know, Mahomes and, you know, whoever else. I mean, you can, list. I mean, just by any, let's be honest, the football is so popular. You can just throw any starting quarterback out there. Most yeah. people don't know who they are. But I mean, baseball, even, even, the, even the lower tier starting quarterbacks, you know who they are. Yeah, but baseball, it's like, you just, there's a lot of players you could put up there and people really won't. Don't know. Know right. who they are and they could be exceptional um, in their, in their sport. So that's. Yeah, it's a travesty. I think they need to take advantage of 
the fact that there are a couple of sports that are going to start up around the time they are. But at the same time, people are just going to be happy to see a sport on every day that they can watch. This will be the one benefit of baseball is the fact that it's going to be openly available to everybody on a daily basis as opposed, as opposed to at a premium with, you know, the NBA. Right. NFL, obviously. You know. And, you know, and that's why I said, like, I mean, I'm not advocating nobody to get sick or anything, you know, because I know people probably Aww. take it. Yeah, that that's the ball. He's, he looks at my he looks at my Aww. microphone and think it's a ball. Um, But I, I don't advocate anybody necessarily getting sick and really. But most of the based on statistics, I think they should go out there and play and, and just and have at it. If you get sick and to the point where you can't function, then I'll be like, no. Right, because I, I think at the end of the day, I think we need sports, and I think sports are, are, are really needed right now, especially with everything is going on. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of weird. So I, I'm big for. So I also have another thing. What do you think about the NFL? We haven't touched the NFL yet. What do you think about the NFL missing out on the um, preseason game so far? Um, I mean, I I don't I don't know. I mean, I think that. The first two weeks of preseason are a waste, anyway. Yeah, because they've been trying to av- they've been trying to advocate for two preseason games prior to the COVID, anyway. And of course, the issue with that was that they were trying to extend the regular season games, in which the players were like, "Why would you add more meaningful games? Take away the two games where we can kind of rest." I think you just should remove the two preseason games and keep the season the same length. Um, just my opinion. Uh, Noble think- says. Oh, uh-huh. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead and finish. No, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm, I'm. He's pretty much echoing what I said. They should just keep the, uh, keep it to two preseason games per year. I agree. I mean, who really cares? Other than the fact that you're happy football's back, who really cares about week one and two of preseason? I because you got to think about it also the starters really do the starters that are going to be starting week one. They they usually play in week three. Yeah, week, week three is almost the most entertaining. It's always the most entertaining week of preseason football because the starters are playing three quarters maybe four at times if they're really in a close game um you know the first two weeks you play a drive and you sit down some of them don't play at all yeah some of them i mean look julio jones haven't played a preseason game in like six years adrian peterson he's another one used to never play like at once he what was that one year when he like like ran for almost two thousand yards or something like that yeah the year the year he after the year he got hurt he like didn't play preseason anymore Right, it's like yeah, it's like he he had a big season and he got hurt the following year and then it was like no, nah, I'm not touching the field in preseason ever. It's cool so, to go to preseason games because they're cheaper than regular season games, and at the same time, football live, regardless, you know everybody's a pro there. It's pretty entertaining, but if you're sitting at home watching preseason, it's not very it's not very entertaining. No, it's not. I mean, unless if you're looking at your team and you know, your team is up and coming That's true. and you, and you want to see like some backups that may make the team. That's but true. even then that's not necessarily entertaining. You just waiting to see like, okay, who's this safety that's actually gonna make a good tackle. I mean, you hope for a close game. Cause you're like, shit. I mean, you know, worst case scenario, at least the game will be close. And the players that are on the field that I don't necessarily know, you know, they'll make it intriguing cause it's a close game and any close game in football, is entertaining towards the end, but shit for those three quarters before it's like pulling teeth. It's, it's some bad football. Okay. So let, let, let's, let's double back. Let's double back around back to college. Um, let's talk about, um, I think we talked about this earlier with in the ACC, you got five players that test positive for NC state. You also had 37 test positive in the ACC or for um, North university of North Carolina. And that's among student athletes, 
uh, coaches and staff. Um, I'm all for them continuing to play, but let's think about this for a second. Where does it get to the point where it actually gets out of hand? Because I, like I said, as long as you're asymptomatic and you should, you should play. But now we're talking about coaches and staff. Some of the student athletes are just going to stay on campus. Some of them don't get to see their families because they're at, you know, they're on campus. Some of these coaches, some of the staff, they go home, even some of the kids, but not many of them, but some of them, they go home, they may pass it on to somebody else. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, that opens up another can of worms when it comes to actually playing um, with the with any conference, not just you know the Power Fives. Uh, I think that could be an issue where they could possibly start pulling back, trying to put these kids in a bubble, or not even playing at all. Um, well, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think they're eventually going to have to do a bubble type of setup as well. Um, you don't want to run the risk of having these players and coaches bring this home to their family. Okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be devil's advocate because this is where this going to get kind of rough now. Mm-hmm. What about going out of state to play games? Now, mind you, the ACC is the ACC. Don't get me wrong, but they have, they got teams in North Carolina. They got, you know, Georgia tech in, in Georgia. They got Virginia with Virginia tech, Florida with my uh, university of Miami. So this is my suggestion. You would, I think they need to come up with a bubble site where essentially, if there's a way for them to keep every game within, I mean, they don't really have a complex for that, but yeah, because see, now you're talking about them possibly playing like up here in Charlotte because all the teams kind of like, I would say group the teams, I would say group the teams in, in two or three different sites if they're going to just play conference games right and you're just going to have to run them one after the other on saturdays yeah that, that's going to do thursday and sat in saturday or something like that um and you know you put three teams one place three teams another place three teams another place and kind of do it like that um they ain't gonna be no fans there so it doesn't really matter home or away anyway um right. they'd have to do something similar to that I mean, guys, this is just suggestions that we're trying to make because, like, you know, this is ongoing now as far as it being revisiting uh, sports because it's about that time where fall sports are going to start. Um, yep. They like in the article that we're looking at from ESPN, they're like the University of Louisville is also they're talking about basketball now. Like mm-hmm. it, this is trickled over into basketball as well. So uh, we're just trying to come up with ideas to see, like, you know, where our head is and what we think about what's going on and um, if anything that will work for the conference. I doubt if anybody's listening, but hey, we got OG OG here, so you never know. We appreciate you. Yeah, OG, pass the information along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let somebody know <laughs> if you know somebody. But, I mean, like I said, you just never know, like, how things are going to be, you know, like with the players, even in professional sports, I can see, like, what the NBA is doing. They're trying to keep players in one area, but does that I don't know, Bills. For the NBA, does that go for staff and, and, and people working around the bubble? Does that go for them too? Do they have to do they have to stay in the bubble as I well? Think they, I think they do. Okay. At least the media does, it seems like. Okay. Once they get there, they kind of have to stay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because the media did say that like whoever's gonna be participating, they're gonna have to stay in that area. Yeah. Okay. They can't really have any contact with anybody from the outside physically, I don't think. I mean, once you're there, you're just there. It's kind of like 
It's kind of like, gonna be it's really like boarding school. <laughs> it's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays. Now we did talk about this prior to going. Um, I think we talked about this earlier, but we're gonna touch on this for a second because this trickles over further than, like we said, with the University of Louisville. They're talking about basketball um, workouts, voluntary workouts is being cut or suspended. Look at Stanford. Stanford's cutting eleven of its varsity programs, and those those are. The ones that are discontinued are going to be fencing, field hockey, lightweight, men's rowing. You know, we talked about that, the co-ed, women's sailing, squash, whatever that is, synchronized swimming, men's <laughs> volleyball. Rest. So these fall sports now, we're, we're going outside of, like, football now. Yep. We're, we're probably talking about where all of these um, sports that do bring in revenue for the schools is going to be zero. Now, especially for Stanford, like, right now, they don't have – you know, all these sports aren't being played at all. I think they're still trying to do football. I mean, I don't even know. So how do you think that, that'll that work out and you think that other schools will follow? It's going to suck for a lot of the kids that want something to do outside of just going to school because obviously they're not going to go and make some lucrative career in those particular sports. Fencing? <laughs> right, but I mean – I don't know. It's terrible because if you're cutting those now, then it's like, when would you even recover to bring them back? I mean, think about if a kid applied to your school and pretty much got accepted his junior year. Right. And and now he planned on participating in this and you just cut it completely. His, his freshman there, his freshman year there is going to be, I don't know. It's going to be awkward. Um, there's a lot of things that have to reconfigure by getting rid of those sports. So it's kind of interesting. Are you talking about jobs possibly being lost? Yeah. Cause I mean, they, you know, all those places have coaches and everything, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot there. You know what I mean? And, and not only that, um, we, we haven't even touched this yet. Like also it gets even worse. The Ivy league schools, they're not even having football at all. I mean, they're, they're cutting everything. They postpone all fall sports. So now you're looking at a situation like with Stanford, they may even get in the, you know, some of these conferences may just say, look, we may even pull out, pull out all together. So it, it, it's a disaster. Me personally, I think they should continue to play, but I understand it. The, we also got to think about this, Bills, the, the perception of the public. Like, yo, they're going out there playing, and you got people that are, you know, regular normies that are just working, going to, you know, they're nine to fives or they're just in the house because of COVID. They're like, why are they out there playing? And it could be a turnoff to some people because, I mean, it won't be, yeah, it's not, it won't be a turnoff for me, but you can see like some people fears and their anxiety may go crazy because of like, oh my God, they're playing and they know some of these players got the virus and, you know, that could be a turnoff even once everything gets back to normal. They may not even come back and watch the sport no more because they're so, you know, wigged out because of it. And they did say that, you know, they will be able to participate this season, but it's going to be after this season that they're going to get rid of all those. Okay, okay. Oh, I see it. I see it. It says – I, oh, so- I found, like, I found Stanford News uh, Stanford news site, so I'm, like, reading the whole article. Let me send this to you. No, I'm looking at it right here on ESPN. Yeah. It, says, it says it in the beginning of the paragraph. It's not this season. It says the conclusion of the 2021 academic year – so as it deals with ongoing financial ramifications. So basically, they only have enough money to, to, to run these sports one more year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just the ramifications and, and the consequences of having 
this virus plague over our head. Um, like I said, the, the, for people like us that are around our age, we're we're for the most part we'll be okay if we just isolate. Mm-hmm. The field, you know what I mean. What about the the linemen, the chain gang that does the first down markers? Right. You know, I mean, not to say, I mean, I know we said this earlier, like if fans do come back, they can sign a waiver. But still, I mean, there's still no, you know, value to somebody actually getting sick. You know what I mean? You know, somebody actually getting sick, that still would make the perception, you know, of it. Some people just don't care. Like us, we understand what a waiver is, but some people just don't. I mean, some some people can't read five words anyway. So they don't they wouldn't know nothing about a waiver. So, right. Um, Let's see. Let's look at this real quick. I got a uh, Ravens Nations here. I know you said you responded to this. Ravens Nation said, "I never understood the point of four preseason games from a player's or fan's perspective. I'm fine if they knocked it down to just two. Yeah, I think two is two should be just the way it is. I agree. I feel like it just kind of gives gives more guys an opportunity to compete for a job. It gives them a longer amount of time. Um." Just based on the setup of how they cut down the, the roster, but um I mean safety concerns too. Yeah, you, know, you don't want nobody getting hurt playing in the second preseason game where it was kind of unnecessary. But I mean at the same time, um they've they've made it so that I think basically you can save all your cuts for what the last week essentially. Yeah. But that would be uh, kind of difficult to it'll be difficult, but I think the main thing is what a flip side of that, they'll probably end up having more practices. Yeah, but they're gonna end up cutting down. Um, they're gonna end up cutting down roster size. Then that cuts jobs. Yeah, that too. If because, this becomes something that's permanent, like as far like as them you cutting these two preseason games. Yeah, because I think I think they start off with like ninety something players. Yeah, and if you can't cut down down to you know the fifty three within four weeks, you only got two weeks to do it. Exactly. You may not even bring ninety people on to start with. Exactly. You know, so I mean, it's just it, it's crazy. Um. You have a lot of rookies that get drafted that perhaps might not even make the team that need an opportunity to compete. And honestly, they need an opportunity to learn how to play football at the professional level. It takes longer than four weeks, let alone two weeks. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, you got to think about it. A lot of players who are NFL, they struggle after their, you know, their rookie year, definitely. I mean, they go to training, OTAs, they go through all this stuff, and they go through preseason, and if they get on the field week one, they still don't know what to do. Ravens Nation, I don't think that's true at all. I don't think they know most of their starters from the end of the draft because the thing is, I mean, you really only have one or two, I'll say, superstars on your team, period. So yes, you might have you might have at skill positions you know who you want to play, but look at a team that's not a competitive team. A team not, that it's not it's not even that, Bills. It's like yeah, that I mean that's true, but you gotta understand, like, do you think uh you think a head coach or offensive coordinator or, or, or anybody that's on the coaching staff, do you think they know who's going to be like that juggernaut on special teams? Right. You know, uh, do you know who's going to be like that third safety that you can use in certain situations? Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, some people like, like, for instance, Matt Breda from Georgia Southern, they knew he was fast, but they didn't know that they can use him as a third down back until they actually had him in preseason. You gotta realize, I'm Ravens Matt, 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 you gotta June understand. July, but I mean, they're not even wearing pads then. Yeah, because you gotta think about it. Like Matt Breda, he's he was undrafted when he came to the 49ers. He wasn't drafted, 
So it's like you don't know until you actually, you know, even in practice, you may not know. You may see some flashes in practice, but that's one thing I can say about the value of actually having four games because you never know. But the two, I think the two is fine because you should be able to find them. But obviously, like we said, the, the ones that you know, they're going to get chopped off early. So the 90 is going to probably be end up being like 75, or maybe in some cases it may even be 80 just to be generous. You know? Yeah. I, well, see, y'all are talking about the, injuries, the, but I think these Yeah, one Mr. Ham, yeah. He said cut the free. to stay in shape year-round, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You don't want to be a Jamarcus Russell, and in some cases, um, uh, James Winston. You like, know. you shouldn't be an NFL player. You shouldn't really be a professional athlete, period, and wait up till a month or so before you're, it's time to go back to work, and then you want to start getting back in shape. That's just – that's not what pros do. Pros are ready at all times. Yeah, you take a break, but you shouldn't get so far out of shape that you run out there and all of a sudden you put yourself at risk of getting hurt. Well, you also got to think about it. Like, you look at the superstars who actually take care of themselves and actually want to be great at their craft. Yeah. You don't hear about them getting injured like that. Look at like, like, we, like we said, like we said, year around. Yeah, it I takes mean, maybe a week off after the season, right back to it. I mean, just like like we said, I'm Julio Jones haven't played a, a preseason game in almost eight years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and it, it, he may have his like little nicks and injuries, but it's nothing devastating. He still plays. Yeah, the injuries are the turnaround after you just played a game, like Thursday right. night games, for example. Not you're coming off of a break where you should have been working out and staying in shape, and then you come back and start hurting things like hamstrings because you're not in shape. That's I, I mean, that's different. Absolutely, absolutely. I got to put this on the screen right here. Oh, Shout out to the Georgia Southern Eagles, Matt Braden, Jared McKinnon, my alma mater. Same here, class of 06. Ooh. Hey, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but then you gotta think about it. like those, like those diamonds in the row. I think Jarek was he was drafted, but Aaron Foster was undrafted, wasn't he? Aaron Foster was undrafted, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, but it's like this. That's where I kind of advocate for four games. But I, I'm sure that if you bring a, if you your staff, you can allocate your staff to actually find those guys. You know, you can find those guys in two games easily. Class of 04, okay. Or, Class of 04, you, that's what's up. I would say. What do you think about just putting a bigger gap between the two games? Allowing for more practice time. Okay, so basically you're saying like so because so you know, week so week two, right, would be week one, and then week four would actually be week four. So it would be week one, no game week two, no game week three, and a game week four. I like that. And because I think then you have plenty of time to practice, you have plenty what of time it, to but, prep. And not only that, for all the teams doing preseason, you know what it'll do? Half of the teams will be week one and three, mm-hmm. and the other half will be two and four. Yeah. I like the sound of that. That would that would work. I I, I, I that would work. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I'm good with that. That that would work. Um, but when when we are continuing to talk about the coronavirus, hey, everybody who's here, I know we're not talking about Madden, so everybody's not here right now. But let people know what we're doing. We're at nine. You go tell a friend. We probably end up getting to 13 or something. So that'll work. That's a good um, question, Mr. Ham. So I would. the thing is, you would have to – see, that's the risk you run. You'd have to have a lot more padded practice. 
What's the question? They're talking about the because he's talking about the evaluation process. If you cut those games out, yeah. Um, but I think I I think the evaluation. See, that's kind of difficult because you can't really evaluate players in practice like you do in in a preseason game. It's 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 different. Difficult thing. It's a little different. Hmm. I, I still think it's a, I, I'm with well, him. I, what, I think it's a good think idea. About, what do you think about pushing the start of preseason up a month and then separating the games, having four games but separating them the way I said? So one game beginning of July, one game end of July, uh, one game beginning of August, one game end of August. What do you think about that? Hmm, that wouldn't be too bad. Because I, I mean, what, what do they have off? What? March, well, I mean, shit, most teams, February, no, shit, most teams, January, February, March, April, May, June. So, I don't know. I I, I disagree, Ravens Nation. He said you can't really evaluate based on a few preseason games either. That's not true. Mm -mm. That's definitely not true. That's not, I think for, honestly, I think you can evaluate some talent within two but um, four is four. What four does? Four gives the guy who's at the bottom half of the roster, or the bottom third, or the bottom fourth of the roster. It gives them a chance. Well, and that, quarterbacks that, 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 that are in a quarterback competition, running backs that are in a running back competition. Right. That's that that that, that perfect, uh, from a logistics standpoint. I believe that's the reason why you have four instead of two. Right. But the thing about it is, like, if you want to cut it down to two. I'm all for the what the idea of what we said when we won three, two, and four, mm-hmm. and throughout the time that they're not playing, they're just gonna have to do some other ways to um, evaluate them, whether it be film, extra, yeah. you know, extra things during practice. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's gonna be a little different to try to evaluate practice versus actually playing. But I'm gonna be honest, some of these it, it'll give some of these scouts a little more work to do their job a little bit better. Not saying that they're doing a bad job, but better is all uh, improvement is always there, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that would, I think that'd be, a, I think that'd be a work. I think because I mean, how much work. would the players really mind if they have four games in two months? I don't think, yeah, it, I don't yeah, think that'd be the yeah. worst thing in the world, right? I mean, yeah, even if you did go with four, yeah, I could see that. It's like, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Ham also said it sounds like a good idea because that won't truncate the season stuff. Yeah, that too. It it yeah. won't it won't it won't get in the way. So that mm-hmm. that works as well. Um, let's let's talk about basketball real quick because, like we said, with the the Louisville team, uh, they said that they're gonna. Let me see if I can find it. I know I saw it. It's in this article. Okay, okay. Fourteen Oklahoma football players have tested positive. Saw that, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Well, I thought I saw that on here. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, I saw it. Well, anyway, well, let's get into it. Uh, oh, here it is. Um, they said they're going to put everything on the back burner as far as actual, you know, training. So around this time, it's going to be where it gets cold again. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they get cold, you know, people get sick. And if they get sick and this thing comes back in full force, we could have a situation where it could be even worse than what we had before as far as um, more people getting sick and possibly, you know, their immune system definitely going to be compromised because it's cold. So no telling what may happen. Basketball. Do you think basketball is in more jeopardy than football? 
You mean college? Yeah, college. Not NBA. I ain't, I ain't getting an NBA yet because we already know what NBA is doing. Um, honestly, no, because I feel like for some reason... I knew they play indoors now. Yeah, but I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, I don't... Because it, it's a lot of variables there. Cause we don't know if this virus is going to come back full force, to be honest. Right. I'm just putting that scenario out there because it gets cold and you know how things are when it gets cold. You know. I mean, Ravens Nation, we talked about that. It's like, look, if you want to go to the game, go to the game, man. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah, we, we said that. Um, I don't we don't expect the owners to have some type of loophole. I think they already kind of discussed that already um earlier this year, like to not have people in the stands. But if they do um, they were they actually there's nothing in the play right now, but they did say they're going to end up trying to sign waivers or they was going to separate play um fans for them to be not be sitting close to each other because I think like the first the first bottom bowl of the stadium, the, the lower part where the seats are, I think they were going to actually put um advertisements in that area and yeah. then like the second and the third ones are going to be where fans are, but they're going to block off places where fans could sit, so it's it they already kind of. I don't think I don't think that I think they already kind of got that situated how they're going to do it with the fans. The problem is you, you may just have some fans that just don't know what the hell they're doing once they get seated. They're going to start doing st- stupid stuff. Like I was talking to my wife prior to the podcast going, you legitimately not I said this on the on on the episode way back when this first came about. Sadly, you legitimately have nasty people out here. You got people that don't wash their hands. You got people who blow their nose and just keep the tissue in their pocket. They do call it, they do all kind of nasty stuff. So you just never know who you may run into being a, a spectator to a sport. So that's why I, I advocate not to have fans. But if they do, they definitely have to sign a waiver or whatever the case may be. But me, just play the games, no fans, because all it takes is one person to do something stupid in the stands, and I promise you that person's gonna get beat up in the stands. Cause some people ain't going for it. Some people ain't gonna go for people coughing or people sitting there, you know, doing nasty stuff around them. Mm-hmm. That people especially in this day and age and the way the way the, the way this virus is going, somebody's getting knocked out in the stands for for, for being gross. I, I can see it happening. And don't let that person's team be losing at the same time. And then you decide to do that to that person as he already distraught that his team is losing and you want to cough around him. Well, they're, they're going to have to get the paramedics, not because somebody is actually having a problem with COVID. It's because you got knocked out. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be honest, though. I just find it funny how, for example, now granted, coronavirus is a a pandemic based on the number of cases, right? But Right. Did anybody see any safety issue with Jordan playing when they presumed it was the flu? Because that's contagious. You try to see, you try to. I'm not even. This isn't because this isn't even because you're going to have the people out here saying that's not the same thing. No, 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 yeah, but let's be honest as far as the mortality rate, was Jordan going to die from the flu? No, are 90% of these players going to die from the coronavirus? No, right? Stop that, stop it though. You bring up another good point because a lot of people his age, a lot of people our age, they're more susceptible to die from the flu than the coronavirus. A lot of people don't want to talk about That's what that. I'm saying more people die from the flu annually. 
Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the flu is actually, I ain't gonna say it's more deadlier because I don't know the whole ins and outs of COVID, but I'm just going by the numbers. That's yeah. People, yeah, people our age, and you know, I'm in my 30s, you're in your 20s. Yep. People our age could catch the flu and have serious problems. Not yep. saying that the COVID's not serious, but we've seen people our age that have problems with the flu and, and die. Yo, COVID and the, flu, and the flu flu has the same symptoms, respiratory issues. Right. It's all the same thing. So you, you got a good point there. That's true. That's why it's just funny to me how people kind of <laughs> brush that aside. I mean... I know Bill's going to love this. Look at this quote right here. Yeah, Jordan had food poison. Well, hey! <laughs> you already know where I'm at with that. I'm talking, talking, about, talking about four motherfuckers come to drop off a pizza. Man, if you don't stop... That would have been a story way back then. Now he wants you know to talk about four people showing up dropping off a pizza. But you know what? They they made they made it sound so believable because they said four right. people showed up. Right. All four of them showed up, didn't ask for an autograph, but they was at the door smiling. Right. Jordan, oh, and, and, and Jordan didn't get the pizza. I got the pizza and brought it over to him and said, you shouldn't eat that. We're not going to eat it. But you let him eat it. Get the fuck out of here. You know, like right. the way the way they set it up in the in the documentary, it was like they made it seem so believable. Talking about they were at the door smiling. When I heard that, I died laughing. I was like, "Really? Do you really to really?" Listen to this with the flu, though. You may be able to pass the flu to someone else before you know you are sick, as well as while you are sick. People with flu are most contagious in the first three or four days after their illness. All this shit sounds like coronavirus, don't it? Some other wait, 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 wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, though. Some people could pass the coronavirus and have no symptoms, and the person who get it will have no symptoms. When you yeah. catch the flu, you find you feel that immediately. Look, some some otherwise healthy adults may be able to infect others beginning one day before symptoms develop, and up to five to seven. So even before you have symptoms, just like I mean, some people, especially young children and people with weakened immune systems, might be able to infect others with flu viruses for an even longer even longer time. So once again, it's almost the same thing. It's the same shit. The only difference is this turned into a pandemic because... It's the the unknown. I'm I'm going to tell you right now. It's the unknown. That's why people are really scared of this virus because of the unknown. You know the flu. The flu has been worked on enough that you can get a flu shot. Yeah, the flu flu is debilitating. Once you actually have it, have it, it's debilitating. Coronavirus, you can walk around and you know not really notice you have it, and it could disappear, and you never knew that you had it. Unless yeah, because like, like look at look at look at some of these celebrities, like Il, um, Il, uh, what is Ildris Elba? Mm-hmm. He had it. He got on TikTok or whatever the app is, telling everybody he got it. No symptoms. You haven't heard nothing from him since. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Robin Williams and his wife. They had it. You mean <laughs> you mean Tony Tommy? Uh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Tom Hanks. Oh, did I say Robin Williams? Robin Williams is dead, isn't he? Yes, he is. Oh, <laughs> like Robin Williams. Tom that and, well, hey, they look alike. Hey, Tom Hanks and his wife had it in Australia. They were like, they, they said they felt very mild symptoms, but like after 14 days, they didn't have it no more. They came right back to the States and everything was fine. Yo, here's my thing. Here's, here's another question I have. If this shit's so serious, why Jimmy Johnson test positive for coronavirus and then go back out there racing four days later? Right. 
Right. Some of this shit don't add up, fam. See, that's my problem with the the, and I don't want to go on this tangent because this is a whole other can of worms. But I I I kind of question the 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 validity of the virus because like we know what it does. The numbers more so, people. We're not saying it doesn't exist, but the numbers. Right, right. That's what see. That's what I was just about to say. I know in in elderly people and people that are older or people who have underlying conditions, I know it affects them. But the ones who are asymptomatic that are young. Or um, you know, around our age, middle age, it's like we get it, but like, okay, do we really have it? Because I'm asymptomatic. You're telling me I got it, but I don't feel no different than I did, you know, five minutes ago or or, or a couple days ago. Yeah, it's just it's, it's like it's, like the whole thing with Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert, his clown behind the way he handles the situation. <laughs> but but we got but we got to be honest, like with him. Let's he didn't have. He didn't have Let's talk about him for a second. But he, but he had no symptoms, though. You so, know what I mean? Well, like, he ended up having, I guess, a symptom technically because he doesn't have his sense of smell. I think. Yeah, they said that. I think. Which I'm gonna tell you. I'll, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> I, I, I think that's something that was added on. Yeah, to scare people, it might personally. Be. Personally, I, I I think it was added on to scare people. I don't think that's a real symptom. But I, we're not gonna get into that. What, the what thing with Gobert, clown. <laughs> the thing would go bro okay so i get that he shouldn't have been touching the mics and all that shit here's my thing he shouldn't do that anytime but right. at the same time he was not acting any different than everybody else for the most part was acting about the coronavirus well that's that. true because nobody knew about it and everybody nobody was kind of taking it as a joke seriously oh, coronavirus. i mean yeah hell, right? even and even, then, even a president even the president took it as a joke at one point that's what i'm so saying like, so rudy gobert's acting like everybody else and then rudy gobert actually has ramifications for it and everybody's like boo that man like no you were doing the same shit that's true. God, I ain't gonna lie. At one point, I wanted to throw hands on him because, like, Donovan Mitchell got sick. Like, half of the team got sick. I'm Donovan like, Mitchell wanted to throw hands on that guy. Right, right. Exactly. It's like, it's crazy. So, But it's just like, it's like, if you're making out with your girl on, on the fucking bus and then you see the Rudy Gobert news and you're like, boo that man, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't, you can't do that and then say, oh, uh, Rudy Gobert is horrible. How can you not take it serious? Like, fam. You're doing the same shit. Nobody, bro. I drive. I drive Uber in my spare time as a side gig. There was nobody taking this shit serious until about the end of March. Yeah, I would say like the last week of March, people's like, okay, and that was in February when that shit happened with Gobert. That was a whole month removed, right? So, you know, I get why people were jumping on him, but those people had the. They had the benefit of hindsight because they didn't have to be put in a situation where something they did have huge ramifications, right? But his did. Now, yeah, he was stupid to touch the mics and all that. But once again, his joke in general was no different than what everybody else, ooh, coronavirus, <laughs> right? And then because yeah, you got to think about it, everybody's just looking at what was going on in China. Yeah. It was like the people in China, they're 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 dying like flies. What they right. got? They're over like, there? oh, that shit sucks for China, and all of a sudden what? they made it over here, and everybody's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, now, now it's time right. to fall back, you know. Right. So, but yeah, yeah it's, it's just the thing about it is when when you look at um just relations with the the sports world and what they're trying to do. Um, and the validity of the virus, I think at the end of the day, I think they still can try to do things quote unquote normal, similar like what the UFC is doing. Because I think the UFC has done a phenomenal job. And I mean, I yeah. mean, he, he, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Dana White. 
Yeah, Dana White said, look, we're going to keep going, but the fans can't come here. But we're going to keep pushing on, and they've done it. They've done a pretty good job of doing it. I do commend him for that. And here's what's interesting about that is, remember, the fans aren't really close to the athletes in the UFC at all. No. Um, If any sport was going to bring the fans back, it should probably be, well, you know I mean? UFC, I mean, they're going to be close to each other, but you're talking about harming the athletes. UFC, baseball, eh, kind of close. But, you know, football, they're kind of far, unless you do a Lambo leap or something stupid like that. Um, You know, I, I think I think by the time we get to October, November, um, we might be okay if we just – shut down for a little bit in certain places. I mean, Boston's doing just fine. We had, what, 122 new cases, 22 deaths today, which is, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say it's nothing because obviously people are losing their lives, but right as far as the numbers thing, it's like that's not really, I mean, we've opened back up pretty much, so that's not really anything. A lot of people here, a lot of people here, the numbers are going, I think we had like 1,500 last few, like 1,500, 1,500, 1,500. A lot of people here in South Carolina are coming up positive but the ones that are coming up positive here are younger folks or people who basically just had antibodies mm-hmm. it's like we're, we're not having a situation where like people are just completely sick and going to get tested so it's like a lot of guys a lot of people who are getting tested like wait a minute i got the coronavirus and <laughs> you know what i'm saying i want to know why people are so mad about um about when when folks you know like us say it's just an extreme version of food what is so bad about that? We're telling the truth. That's what it is. It's an extreme version. It's a more contagious version of the flu. It is. So yeah, for I mean, people to get mad when you say that, just because they're looking at the number of cases, no, it's just more contagious. It doesn't mean that that definition is not a true one. It is an extreme example of the flu. Yeah, because I mean, I think they even said it themselves, but they don't want to say it. They don't want to downplay it. But they'll right. say like, like COVID nineteen is no different from any other coronavirus because all of these are coronavirus: the, the the common cold, the flu, SARS. Because a lot of people don't know SARS was COVID two. Yeah, you know that's the name was that was the name for SARS was COVID two because that came out in two thousand two. COVID-19 is called COVID-19 because it, they originated in 2019. So let's not like get it twisted to like, we don't know they're, they're all like basically cousins of each other. It's just one, one do different things to the body. So yeah, I mean, you're right. I think it's no different from uh, influenza or, or it could be common cold or it could be any other type of flu, like, you know, mechanism that attacks the body. I mean, they're like, we've never seen anything like this before. I mean, to this point, the coronavirus damn near has the same stats as SARS did. COVID-19. Right. Yep. Oh, so, another one. Another one. Swine flu is another one. It's another COVID. We didn't talk yeah. about swine. Swine flu was back in 2016. No, I'll take it back. 2014 to 2012 or something. Look it up if you can. 2009 with the swine flu. That's another coronavirus. You know, and it, it was way more deadly. Yeah, the, the swine flu was way was way more deadly than what we have now. That one took almost 60 million people or something like that. Let me look that up to make sure. Let's see how many deaths were caused by swine flu. They called it the pig, the pig influenza. 12,000 deaths. Did I say 60 million? Hold on. No, this isn't right. Is that right? 
700 million to 1.4 billion cases. That was the estimation. So they're saying it was almost three. They said between April 12, 2009 and April 10, 2010, the CDC estimates swine flu caused 60.8 million illnesses. Illnesses. That's what it is. That's the number. 60.8 million illnesses, not deaths. Okay. 273,000 hospitalizations. And they said almost up to 575,000 people died. Yep. That's, yeah, so, I mean... It, it, so, I mean, it, COVID, it's like, it's not as unprecedented as they make it out to be. Um, I don't know. Right, and, 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 and the signs and symptoms of swine flu, listen to this, may include fever, cough, typically a dry cough, headache, muscle, joint pain, sore throat, chills. This is the same stuff. Same it's the same stuff as COVID-19 outside of the diarrhea, vomiting, and neurological problems. Is it outside of those three? It's the same thing. Ravens Nation said Jordan had a stomach ache. Okay, all right. It's like so. The reason the deaths are up is is because, you know, the deaths have risen as a result of the lack of response, right? But, I mean, if we had a shitty response to these other uh, illnesses, it would have been the same thing. It's only one person that I know. That has it. That's in our um, community. Peter Frem has the coronavirus. We talked about him yesterday, or not yesterday, but Tuesday. Big Willie is in the chat right now. He said the shortness of breath shit is nothing to play with. To be fair, this shit feels worse than the flu. I'm not trying to cast any aspersions on you, but if you mind telling us if you had it or not, that would be good to know. But I do agree. A lot of people do say that it feels worse than the flu. But the symptoms are identical. The, the shortness, the, the shortness of breath one is that's that's an outlier. That's an outlier from the flu. Yeah, the shortness of breath one is is a killer. Um, yeah, that's really the main one. Yeah, I think that's the main difference between like you know influenza or even SARS. I think SARS had the same thing, but I mean they're 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 all pretty like they're all cousins of one another. I remember the doctor Fauci was saying that. They're all cousins of each other. They're all they're all called coronaviruses. And it was just a buildup of the fact that people are some nasty motherfuckers. That's one thing that people just don't want to admit. Well, I said that from the other from the get go. What was going on in Italy? I was like, look, just be. The problem is they like to kiss on each other over there. They're they're really touchy feely in Italy, and that's what happened over there. And and to be safe, you know, being been saying. Um, Willie said he have it. He got tested Saturday after having trouble bleeding the last Thursday, so he just recently got it. Mm. Ouch! Hey man, prayers to Big Willie, man. You guys give you know you guys send prayers to Big Willie, man. I I I had no idea, and that's one of the reasons why I want to be really sensitive when we talk about it. You know what I mean? Right. You know, you know, you just want to be, you want to be sensitive about something like that because I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I'm looking at the data and I'm just following the data, but there's no and no uh, casting aspersions on somebody who has gone through it, who, who or who has gone through it or still have it. You know, so he just recently got it. So yeah, but I mean, but like I said, the flip side to it is like these are all the same type of. The same type of viruses, they just some are, are stronger than the others. 
Like like we said, H one N one, swine flu, and you know SARS. Because what know. do we say? Six six million something cases, and we yeah, have three million for Corona. So I mean, right? They're, I mean, they're 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 pretty much online with each other. You know, yeah. so I mean, let's see what's next that I wanted to touch real quick before we uh um okay, Notre Dame football will not open the season against Navy against Navy in Ireland, so they're not going to Ireland on August 29th. So um that's that's one week one game is gone. Mm. Uh, let's see, maybe they'll play it here in the states. I don't know. Um, ACC media days will be virtual. Uh, 13 players in the University of Texas have confirmed uh, cases as of June 18th. That probably went up by now. Uh, so Big Willie 54, did they give you an inhaler or anything? Yeah, he says, yeah, I'm in quarantine right now. Don't trip, though. I'm doing much better now than I was a week ago. See, that's another thing that I was saying is like, this is a very unique virus because, like, a lot of people who get it in the beginning are like really having issues. But he said, like, after a week, he feels much better. And, like you said, that's a good question, Bill. Did they give him anything? Because I haven't heard any like quote unquote treatment for this. It just seems like it just it just yeah, goes out of your system. He says, yeah, he has, he has an inhaler. Okay, he said you do have an inhaler. Inhaler's kind of a temporary fix. You know, it's like a steroid, yeah. So just like for people that have asthma, it's it's a temporary fix for a problem that for a lot of people doesn't go away. I mean, you know, some people grow out of asthma. Like I grew out of asthma, right? And I had a friend of mine who did as well. I had a yeah. friend of mine who used to have inhaler. I mean, she she used to have one of those serious ones, like not the one that you press down. She yeah. had like she had the disc based one, like a purple disc. Right. And when she when she inhales it, it sounds like a. It sounds like one of those little party um, whistles that you have, yeah. But it was it was strong. It's like right. she couldn't breathe, but once she used it, she would breathe normal. So it was like, so when I was a kid, they gave me this. Um, there was a there was a little breathalyzer thing that they gave me, where I had to I had to I had to blow into it because they wanted to see how my breathing was, and I had to make it to a certain point, like a certain amount of meters or pressure, or whatever, however they measured it. And until I got to that point, like 120 or whatever it was, you know, they kept me on the inhaler. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of times you can't do that deep breath when you have asthma. Right. Um, but, yeah, it, it sucks, man. Breathing problems are nothing to play with, bro. It, it makes no, you panic. It yeah, it does. Because my sister um, had it. My sister had it growing up. She grew out of it. But, you know, between the time she was like between the ages of like seven and, and 14, she she was on it for a while until like one day or like I, as she got older, her body just didn't, you know, didn't need it anymore. But it is, it is no joke. Because, I mean, I'm looking at this Corona, the Corona stats right now. It's like a flow chart. And I'm just like. For most places. It's not like. They're making it seem like we're like in wave two and we're really not. No. I think the thing about it is it looks bad by the numbers, but when you really look at the ones who get it, it, it just seems like it's a lot of people who get it and it and it just goes out of their system, like like Big Willie, for instance. Like, you know, the older folks, it, it, they're the ones that actually have to go to ICU. They're the ones that actually really need serious, you know, assistance. Like Florida's the shit show. Right, right. 
Yeah, right now, Florida's, Florida, Florida's looking really bad right now. But yeah, like I said, Florida's the flip, idiots. Like I said, the, the flip side of that, those are the, the the young people that are going out that are getting it. You know right. what I mean? And and it looks bad. And I agree with you. Like it looks bad, but that just goes back to what I was saying. These people are not taking precautions. They're not washing their hands. They're not. I mean, they're hugging up on each other. Some people are probably not even you know social distancing. They're just Bro, all the mortality it. rate in Florida. That's the thing. Is like. Another reason why I say the way they report this I really hate mm-hmm. is the way they're reporting in Florida is if people are like dying at an alarming rate. It's not really the case. Right. See, that's the see, that's the thing I want to get across when it comes to this. Like something is something got the give. It's like it's either the people are just being dumb or people are just dying. And I err on the side of people are being dumb. Yeah. That's I mean, you have Orange County is. got 15,000 cases, only 68 deaths. The way they report it, they'll make it seem like it's 15,000 cases, 5,000 deaths. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you should take the numbers for, for what they actually say in this case. That's what I'll say. Take the numbers for what they say rather than listening to the news and listen and, and, and looking at the numbers that they try to feed to you because they always have an agenda that they're pushing to you. Yeah, so, I mean, just find the actual numbers, the ones that are being reported, um, and just, just draw your own See, Doug Thomas says it's bad in Arizona. Like today, they just had four thousand new cases, with seventy-five deaths. You know, I mean, it, yeah, the numbers are crazy, but it's like it, the thing is, and, and I always want people to know what is going on. For the most part, a lot of people who are getting these new cases, these are the young people who stayed quarantined back in March and April. They're going out now. Now they think everything is all good. See, and, and, and see, that's a case in point right there. Big Willie said. Um, he said he was watching the news and it had him thinking that he was going to die. You know, I mean, stuff like that needs to stop. I mean, and I don't even want to, I really don't want to get into that because that, that's way in the weeds of what we do here. But um, the type of news that comes out, it, it, it scares people. Yeah, it's, and it's, and it's, what do you think about somebody like him who who actually got it? You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's almost like, um, like watching the news when you have coronavirus is almost like going to WebMD when you have anything. They'll tell you the worst possible thing. Like, like you, you go to WebMD and you're like, you know, I've been having this real pain in my finger. Oh, you have AIDS. Like, fam, right, like, exactly. Like, it's, exactly. Not, like exactly. It's, not, it's not that bad. And he, but, he, said, he, he said he had to stop watching because of his mental health. I, yeah. I, I, it's nothing wrong with that. And no. I mean, you, you have to do that for your own sanity. I agree. But it's just like when you look at, you know, COVID and you see, you know, how we tie it in with sports. This is another thing, like, this is one reason why we did this episode, because I feel, based on the way things are, I think sports can go on. The UFC has done a great job. NASCAR, which everybody's in their cars, that's a little different. Mm-hmm. They will continue to do it. Golf is able to do but it. But then NASCAR has fans. There you go. Exactly. And I didn't even think about that. See, they have fans going. Like, I think these sports can continue to, to, to start back up. We just have to be responsible, and you know, and it's not taking a, nothing away anybody who you who was responsible and, and still end up getting. It. I mean, that's, I mean, it sucks. That's life, you know, and and I don't wish that on anybody. But the thing is, for the most part, we just still have to try to our best to take care of ourselves. I'm pretty sure, like we said, I think Big Willie is doing his best. I know Pete, he's doing his best to, to take care of himself. And the thing is, you guys are going to pull through it. It's not going to be a problem. You guys are going to be all right. Another thing to me is if you don't believe in the coronavirus or you think it's all bullshit, that's one thing. I'm going to say, don't, don't. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, that's one thing, but 
when you go out wear a mask because it's not really just about you right let's exactly. say you have it and you're carrying it and you give it to somebody yeah they might not die but let's say they pass it on to their grandmother then that's a different situation right see so i it, can't it's how it spreads yeah maybe me or vf will be fine but there are plenty of people that'll pass it on to their elderly folk that they live with and that's I, a different situation i haven't seen my grandmother since november last year and i want to see her. she's 90 years old right we went to see her for her birthday back in november when she turned 90 and um no i'm sorry she turned 89 she'll be 90 this year she'll be born in 1930 mm. i haven't been able to see her it sucks yeah but i know like i don't want to get it so i do wear a mask when i'm at work yeah. you know and you know my wife would kill me anyway if i didn't so you know it's either corona or death which one do you want you know what i mean so yeah. it's, still, it's just like there's nothing I, wrong with precaution man no that's the thing you like it's nothing wrong with it it's just that that's something that i don't have a problem with doing but um that don't make you less of a person because you you you're trying to be safe not for you but for others as well yeah for others that you're going to be around doug thomas says governor's not handling it well out here because he closed the gyms but kept <laughs> that's wild that's crazy I'm I'm not getting into that. That's terrible. That's I terrible. mean, that's just like that 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 goes to my other channel. We could talk about that on virtual frame of mind. I don't <laughs> I don't want to talk about that here. That's like the you know, politics and, and news and stuff. I I I'll talk about that stuff over there, but that's nuts. Like that's at least nuts. at least our governor here, he he's doing what he can. He, he's basically putting out a mandatory everybody wears a mask. He's keeping everything open for the most part, but he's telling people to the, the business owners to you know take precautions and if they're not taking precautions he's gonna do what he can to shut it down so one bad apple messes up everybody's gonna mess so he's basically trying to make people police themselves the only I think, issue I had with my governor is he didn't have a mandatory curfew it was it was voluntary and I, I disagree with that I don't think telling people oh well you should be in the house around this time no, right tell them that they have to be yeah, yeah, I agree with that. It's like when you're trying to be, do strenuous things on people to, con, you know, to curtail their way of life, we're, we're talking about something different. You know, like, you know, why would you give somebody in their 40s uh, uh, a curfew compared to, hey, you want to run your business? Go run your business, but you need this, 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 and this in place. And if you don't do this, 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 and this, we're going to shut you, not only you, but everybody else around you down as well. But so, more importantly, I would say that either either give them a straight up curfew or don't bring it up because requesting it just makes they, people go out more. That makes it worse. Exactly. You're right. See, I didn't even hear that part when you said request. Yeah, it's know? like he was just saying, oh, the, the suggested curfew is 9 p.m. Like, man, nobody's listening to suggestions. You have to tell people they have to do something. Because, see, like, at first they had a curfew here, which was kind of weird. The curfew was, like, from 11 at night to 6 in the morning, like, which with is COVID. dumb. They're like with COVID, who's gonna be out that kind of? I mean, unless if you're but homeless, it's dumb like, too. Because I mean, consider this: if you're getting up and going to work at five a.m., like me, four a.m., like like me, I I, I I I get in my car at three thirty every morning to go drive my truck. So it's like, like I, I I don't get it. Like they like my my job gave us cards to show the police that we're essential workers if we get pulled over, which I have no problem with. But I just thought it was real dumb. Like, why we have a curfew this time of night? Like, no normal people would not be outside this time of night anyway because they're going to sleep. But right, it's like it's it's weird. You like, closed everything down, but then told people they could still go out in the city, and that's what made no sense. It's like 
they're gonna find a place to congregate if they really like I, I think I think at the end of the day, you know, not only with like we talk about sports and like say if they do have fans or whatever, I think that they we need to give these business owners and these for the people who run these arenas, give them the tools to for people to be safe. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think they will be fine. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and I think that's like like I said earlier, with people in the stands at NFL, you just can't have it to where somebody has the access to be dumb and probably compromise everybody else. Like, yep. like you have to have like some type of barrier for like people to sit, or you can't sit here, you can't sit there. Like, give the business owners because you got to think about it. People that are in business, they want to make money, and they're going to do everything they can for people to come in their store and feel safe. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So if, if as long as you give them the tools, I think they'll be fine. And that's what, like I said, that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm an advocate for just letting sports run the way they do. They also need to have some security for these idiots that don't want to come in with masks or take their mask off during the game. I think these I think you would have to have the obligation for these teams to hand them out when they come in. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Which which is one thing, and then you know. If you're not wearing your mask, security should catch you and, and they should they should swiftly take you out. There's no right. excuse for you to pull your mask off unless you're eating. But then we also talked about I me. Mean, like I said, we you can go back to the past episode where we listed all these things. Con, uh, you know, concessions is something that they would have to just not sell. You don't sell refreshments at the game. That means you have no reason to take your mask off, period. And that's something that they would have to do if they really, really, really wanted the fans back in. That's let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you something. I was at work the other day. Something to, so I told my wife about this. She was like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, this happened. A guy was standing in line at a store. I went to go get something in one of the stores because, you know, I think I was taking, you know, just getting something to drink or whatever. Mm-hmm. The dude was in line with his mask on. He pulls the mask down. Oh my god! Sneezes oh and put god. the mask back on. <laughs> so you know, so you know what it was. So you know what it was. I get him to a certain degree, and I would do that maybe in my car, but I wouldn't do that while I'm out. I don't want to sneeze in a mask. Okay, because because it just it, fucks it the mask like, up. But don't do that in public. That's what I'm saying. You got people around you. You pull the mask off, sneeze, then put it back on. But that's the purpose of the mask. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Doug Thomas says he's in his car at 3.30 as well, and he goes to work and also has to show a card to show that he's essential. Yeah, I have one. So, I mean, so he knows exactly what I'm going through. It's like that. Like, if we get pulled over, we have to show, like, look, I'm going to work. I, I drive trucks or I'm a medical or, you know, I, I work in law enforcement. You have to show it. That's what know? we do in snow emergencies here, which they enforce more than they enforce the fucking coronavirus uh, curfew. But, you know, that's neither here nor that's, yeah, that's another story, right? <laughs> so um, before we get into another topic, because I do want to talk about the WB thing you talked about. Um, what are your um, honest gut feeling thoughts? Sports are going to be up and running as normal, or they're going to be curtailed, or we're going to have no sports at all. What's your gut feeling? I definitely don't think we're not going to have any sports at all. I mean, the UFC is going to keep on chugging. Well, that's true. Well, I, I'm kind of saying the ones that are the, in remember. the confines of basketball, okay. basketball and football, because we know baseball is about to start running too. So, basketball bas- and football. I think basketball is going to at least start. We'll see how it ends up. I think they'll at least start. Football, mm, the next month is really going to tell. Yeah, that's August. Yeah, you're right. The next month, I mean, shit, you know, like I've been saying, just release Madden and I don't really need to watch football. Um, Hey, 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 slow down. What? Because we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about that 
on Tuesday. True. The, um, no, yeah, I'm talking about like the the, the sports games and filling yeah, the void, filling right. the void of that. I was gonna tell you that after the show is over, oh, but God, God. that we're gonna talk about that on Tuesday as far as the sports games actually filling the void and how well it does. But yeah. we'll we'll get into that later. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I would say the next month or so would really tell the story. It seems like the NFLPA and the NFL are really far away as far as um, negotiating a restart or a start of the season. Um, mm-hmm. So it's gonna. I mean, they're talking about prorated salaries. The NFL is, which is just ridiculous. That that's another. That's another Money thing that's beyond not hand over fist. I mean, come on. Bro. Yeah, that that's something else. I don't think that's gonna fly because of the fact that they're gonna buck that because those contracts aren't guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing to have a guaranteed contract and say no, like the like the MLB, but now it's not guaranteed, and you're gonna say we're still not gonna pay you. These guys are actually. They actually really, really have to work for their money, so you, you're probably going to see a situation some players may not play if it gets down to it. That it, it, it may get that bad, but um, my gut feeling, I'm with you. I think it's I think all the sports are going to try. Um, I'm I'm kind of worried about um college basketball. The NBA is already doing what they do, but the college aspect of it is is like right there at the end of you know right there in November. That's the when college, things start to get. I would be more worried about than the yeah. right now, honestly. Yeah, because I think college basketball is gonna be a little different, but I think they're gonna. I think all of them are gonna try. Uh, I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna end up getting semi-season sports, kind of similar to what they did with the um with the MLB. I, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think. I think we're gonna get something like that. I don't think we're gonna get full fledged. I mean, obviously, NFL's already cut some preseason games, so. Um and college, they're only we're getting a curtail season because everybody's playing within their conference. But I think they're going to give it a shot, and um, we'll see if they 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 fulfill throughout the entire season that they have. Um, I think baseball is going to do all sixty games plus a playoff in the World Series. I think they're going to be fine. Just just the just the way the MLB is set up, and we see what they do in um what is what you say Korean baseball, Japanese baseball is doing the same, and like they're mm. they're prospering just fine. Because like their players are like naturally socially distanced already. Even if I was gonna say for all the people that say, "Oh, I don't want to watch sports without fans." Trust me, when it comes on, you will be. Watching. You're gonna watch. You're gonna. Don't watch. even act like you ain't. I don't know why y'all even brought that shit up. Right. That's why you watching reruns on NBA League Pass right now. Yeah, exactly. Or watching old reruns on ESPN or whatever. Right. But um, no, I, I think they're gonna give it a shot, and I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be okay. Um, the only thing catastrophic, like say if one of the players on either in either league or whatever, they're they're young and they end up, you know, unfortunately having real serious consequences with the virus. And I think that's gonna uh that's gonna curtail the season. They may shut it down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to see the, say the other word that what might happen to them because I don't wish that on anybody. Right. But I I would just say like if something severe happens, like say for instance a player ends up in ICU or something because of complications, or you see them get like severely sick while they're playing or something, I think they'll shut it down because that that visual nobody would really want to watch sports after seeing a visual of a player go through something like that. Yeah. Um. So, uh, one more thing before we go. Um. We all knew about Warner Brothers. Their games up for sale. Um, EA Sports was actually was thinking about getting them, uh, I think, another company. But now uh, a big prominent company possibly going to buy them out. And I think it'll be for the greater good. Uh, Bill, do you want to share that? 
Yeah, so Microsoft and actually a couple of other companies are looking into purchasing um, WB Games. And, yeah, this is going to be really interesting because Sony obviously has, they've carved their niche with the Spider-Man series. Um, It would be a great response, especially considering Xbox's current um, you know, Xbox's current climate as far as exclusives, it would be a great feather in their hat to get a game like Batman, to get a game like Mortal Kombat, a series like Mortal Kombat, I should say. So, um, that's going to be really interesting. I mean, there are other, there are other, um, companies such as EA, um, Take Two Interactive that are also looking to get in on this. Now, mind you, if y'all don't know, y'all should know, but Take Two is the parent company of 2K. Mm-hmm. So, I want personally, I want Microsoft to get it. If anybody, I, I really would like Microsoft. I don't want EA to get it. I don't want Take Two to get it. Um, Activision, no, Bethesda, absolutely not. I mean, I don't even think they're in the running, but I'm just spreading, you know, my my thoughts. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I I I think it'll be perfect for Microsoft to get it in two folds. One. That'll be a direct competition because Sony has the Street Fighter series. And for Microsoft to have Mortal Kombat, that'd be pretty cool. Also, um, what else is um they, they make over there at WB? Um, I saw oh. uh Shadow of War, Middle Earth. Yeah, Shadow of War, that'd be nice to have another sequel to that game and a couple other things that they do over there. I think it'd be I, I know one thing. If they get it, I think they will serve the, the series. Of the games that they get, they're serving right. They won't have any craziness going on. Like, say, if EA gets a hold of Mortal Kombat, God help us. You know what I mean? It's right. like, yeah, you know, right. that that'll be a disaster. I mean, they're not in the fighting game business, and they need to just stay where they are. But um, I think that with Microsoft, they'll just let them be their own publisher. I mean, their own developers just put it on their platform because I mean, they they won't try to do anything else, any crazy. And you know, with Microsoft, you know. They do a lot of hardware, you know, they're on, more like on the hardware, making consoles, building things, you know, as far as stuff for the PC, you know, they don't, they're not in the business of trying to tell a company how to make their games for the most part. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, they just let them do what they do on the console. So, so um, there's going to be another live stream Xbox 2020 on July 23rd at 9 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern, obviously. Oh, let me um, see. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I'm off or not, because we can do that early. Yeah, Halo Infinite. They said they're gonna reveal possible unveiling of the rumored all digital next generation Xbox. Um, yeah, I should be off that day. So if we do that um, on the 23rd, which is a Thursday, uh, we may be doing the po- the podcast early because he says at 12. So we'll probably do um a live stream of that. So um, go ahead and bookmark that in your phones. Or whatever, because you know you have a calendar. You better have a calendar in your phone. What What are you doing with a cheap Who phone? Would it, I was to say, what, what do you have a fucking flip phone? Uh, clearly, we got, we, we got a drug dealing phone. Yeah, my grandmother don't even have a flip phone. She was like, "Why would I need that?" She has a smartphone. Like, so if you got a flip phone, you you, you got a lip loan. L. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because all the older folks are like, "I don't know why I would need a phone to do all that extra stuff," and then they yeah. get a phone with all that extra stuff. And they realize why they need a phone with all the extra stuff on. Yeah, I was saying like my grandmother, like my wife's grandmother, she has a smartphone. My grandmother, she's eighty nine. 
I'm pretty sure she has a regular phone now because she had a flip phone for a while and she just got tired of pressing buttons. I'm like, well, you know, you could touch with the regular with the with the smartphone. And, who and wants to tap a who wants to tap a button three times to get to you? Man, don't even talk. You. Hey, listen, let me tell you something, Bills. Back <laughs> in the day, and I'm pretty sure people who grew up in the late 90s could tell you if you had a phone back then, you knew how to text with that keypad like a boss. Like you knew how to tap. You know how to tap those buttons and touch yeah, them. Yeah, without even words, looking. Like, without even looking, you knew how to. You knew how to text pressing six four times or whatever. You knew how to do it. Somebody can tell when you were angry too. Are you here? Yep, killing it, killing it, bro. Yeah, but I think it's I think it's a win win if Microsoft get it. I hope Microsoft get it. I don't. I think EA, from what I heard, I think they backed out. But um, from what I heard, I don't know for certain. Uh, let me see. Look this up before we go. To Microsoft eyes on, yeah, they said they the EA is is pretty much backed out of the running for it, and everybody's pointing at Microsoft to possibly get it. Okay, that's gonna be interesting. That's interesting. All right, uh, anything else you got, Bills? You want to add before um... we go? I just want to see if anybody has any questions. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. If you got any questions, let us know. We can uh, we can answer a few. Oh, let's you know, talk about um. Did we talk about Mahomes on Tuesday? No, we didn't talk about that contract. We did not. Let's let's touch on that. Let's talk about Mahomes. So, the best quarterback in the game got a uh, signed a ten year extension, which yeah. is pretty insane. It- yeah, it just jumped. It, 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 it is an extension of the two years he has left. So technically, he has a 12 year contract. 503 million total, about 477 guaranteed, including incentives that he'll probably obviously. Yeah, we didn't touch. Yeah, yeah, we didn't touch about the numbers. We just knew that he got it. And that's what we right. said something about. We said something about Dak Prescott, but we didn't know the numbers. But yeah, it's a 10 year extension worth up to 503, but uh, the base is 477. That's still an insane amount of money. It's crazy. Um, Doug Thomas asked, uh, "What do you? Uh, no, not you. By the way, Ravens. Doug Thomas asked, what do you think what Dak will get now?' I, I'm gonna tell you, I understand why Dak asked for 45 because he knew something was going on behind the scenes. Because remember, he wanted 45 a year. And all right, Matt, so here's here's some info. All right. Um, twenty-four-year-old quarterback, new deal is. I'm gonna hold on one second. I'm gonna get back to your questions, Ravens name. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm gonna get back to it. Okay. Um, twenty-four-year-old quarterback's new deal is the richest contract in NFL history, with an average annual salary of forty-five million. Once the extension kicks in, starting with the twenty twenty-two season, no player in American team sports will make more money on an annual basis. Um, and yet this is still a good deal for the Chiefs, who now have the reigning Super Bowl MVP locked in for the next twelve years, which is just crazy. Um, Mahomes will count for only 5.347 million against their cap. Um, when that's what it was said. You, you, how so would they? It said they, so. In short, the Chiefs will never be overpaying for Mahomes as long as he continues to be the kind of player. So it's because of the incentives, and it's going to be a rising salary cap. So that's why. And okay, because 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 he, yeah, because he's making 40 45 a year. Yeah. But I mean right now he's making like 20 something uh cuz he still got the last two of his contract. But once that contract kicks in, 
Um, he's basically gonna be five percent. That's interesting. Somebody, somebody crunched some good numbers on that one. That's that's that was that was good. Uh, so, so answer Doug Thomas' question, Bill. What do you think Dak will get now? Like I said, he actually. Let's read for- some of these crazy ass numbers real quick because there's more. Okay, good. Um, in total, Mahomes will earn up to five hundred two point six three one, basically five hundred three million over the next twelve years if he hits all his incentives. Base value of his contract, including the next two seasons before his extension kicks in, is four seventy seven. Um, for an average of thirty nine per year, starting in. 20 uh 2022 will make an average of 45 mil. Um, this breakdown is just fucking insane. I mean, so 2020 is base salaries 825 um mm-hmm. K, but I mean total is, is 10 million. You you know he's gonna get the incentives to to get that. Right. Workout bonus a hundred thousand the next year. I mean, he's he's making five hundred and fifty thousand for a workout bonus every year. Okay. To the end of this contract. Okay. Um, twenty twenty seven is insane. He's gonna make fifty nine million dollars. Uh, that's that is it's crazy. With a base salary of ten million, forty nine million, uh, roster bonus. I mean, so the kid's raking in the dough, man. It's it, it's just. Mm. So what do you think Dak? What, so what do you think Dak could get? I think I think he. I, I personally think he undercut him. I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think he resigns with the Cowboys. Okay. I, I don't think they pay him, especially yeah, because because right because right now he's not going to get more than Pat Mahomes. No, I think he's going to ask for more than he was. Doesn't I, I think I think. His asking price is forty five mil, right? I think he get. I think he should get between somewhere between thirty eight and forty at this point. But Dak's asking price is forty five, right? Right. Oh man, I, I'm guessing that the, I think if they try to give him an offer, I think they'd give him anywhere between thirty eight and forty. I think and... he's forty five elsewhere, thirty eight to forty uh, on the Cowboys. I agree. Shorter contract though. I think he might. Yeah, but I think he might get forty five mil elsewhere though. I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing he he get anywhere between thirty eight and forty two, because the Titans just paid Ryan Tannehill. But hmm, well then again, where is he gonna go and make that money though? That's another good question. Yeah, you might just have to stick with the thirty eight to million range, uh, thirty eight to forty million range. Yeah, that's what I said. I think I think because he's not gonna get more than that. He's not gonna get more than oh, Pat Mahomes. No, no, no. no. He's not gonna get that, so I, I think he'll get somewhere between thirty-eight and forty. I'll be generous to say forty-two. Uh, Ravens Nation also he asked, he oh, he didn't he didn't ask. He said I don't think that a ten-year extension was part a smart on the Chiefs part. I disagree. Uh, um, money-wise, I, I think they're winning because it looked like it's a very friendly um uh extension for the organization. It is now. Ten years, a lot can happen between now and then. As far as a quarterback goes, but for him to be twenty three years old and playing at the level he is, I think it was a smart move. Now, the, the flip side to that is they're gonna have to do a hell of a job getting people around him because once that ten year um, contract comes up, I know you say he does five percent of the salary. That's gonna be interesting to see if that's actually the case because. I, with that kind of money, it's going to be hard for them to get other players around him. Well, here's the thing. So, throughout the course of the next 12 years, he has 141.5 million 
as far as guarantees, but he technically is only guaranteed $63 million at signing. So that means any injuries that happen perhaps would um, make this contract look a shit ton differently if he couldn't play anymore. Right. There are a lot of incentivized things in here. And, you know, I know NFL teams don't all do this deliberately, but shit, I mean, if he falls short of some of those incentives and they don't have to pay him that money, I don't think they would mind, especially once you start getting into the 10th, 11th year in his career. Right. Um, 2027, let's see, when when did he when did he start? 20, 2018? Yeah, I think it was 2017 or 2018. So that would be the ninth or 10th year in his career. Right. Um, It's going to be interesting to see because he's not really a quarterback that plays outside the pocket it seems like he can play like this for the next however many years, right? As long as they keep supplying him with targets. Yeah, kinda, yeah. yeah. And I think the thing about it is a lot of people say Matt, Pat Mahomes is a dual threat quarterback. No, he he's just very good on his feet. He, they don't right. run plays for him to run. No. It just happens when he does run. He's very good at it. Yeah. I mean, he's more of a – what would I compare him to? Kind of like a – hmm. Don't really know what the comparisons are. I mean, I guess the closest would be Brett Favre, more athletic, but Brett Favre, yeah, as far Brett, as his Brett, playmaking ability. Yeah, because Brett Favre was good on his feet as well. I can. Yeah, so that. you know he wasn't. He's not going to burn you, right? Um, a little bit more athletic than Brett Favre, so he can play like this for the next however many years, as long as you supply him with targets. And like I said, he has the LeBron factor, so people are going to want to play alongside him. It's right. Up to the franchise to continue to supply him with these targets. And then when you when you start looking at um, teams that can derail the Chiefs for the next however many years during the course of this contract, there aren't a lot of teams that are popping up right now. I mean, no, I not in the AFC, right? So they kind of well, have the, the most solid foundation right now. I'd say the Titans are pretty good as far as their foundation and what they're built. Literally the, ti- the, literally, the Titans just need one receiver, basically. Everything well, else around it, be, the de- slightly more that's more accurate, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, they got, I mean, they got the, the defense plays pretty good. The running game's nice, but the passing game is like, what the hell? But see, <laughs> see, you're saying the Ravens, but I mean, they lost one of their tight ends that was one of their main weapons, and they don't have receivers. So how are they going to put up points in the playoffs? We saw that issue last year. They haven't changed. They've actually gotten worse offensively. That's a good, that's a good question. So the Ravens, I could easily see fizzling out in a couple of years if they don't get Lamar a legitimate target, not a not a wide receiver by committee type thing, a legitimate target that he can go to. That's what right. he needs right now. Um, so I don't see the Ravens doing it. The Ravens lost to the Titans. Um. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's well worth it. I think, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's a good contract. The only thing is that the GM and, and the managers, they're going to have to do what they can to get people around him. And like you said, people going to want to play for him. That, that, I mean, that that's the way it's supposed to be for you have a superstar, mm-hmm. you know, generational quarterback. Yep. But the thing is, the people up top need to make sure these guys, he, he gets the help because you have to crunch some numbers. You have to make sure you pay certain people a certain way. And it has to be satisfied for them to get on the field with him. So. And I mean, I I feel like there'll be guys that'll take a pay cut to play alongside him. Yeah, right? but, I I do agree with that. I agree with um, that. Um, so I think I think they're in a good position. Um, 
He says if Locke plays as good as he did at the end of the season, maybe in a few years. Right. Um, I don't know how I feel about the Broncos. I'm kind of eh. On the well, Broncos. if Locke plays good as he did at the end of the season, it would do it. But you know what, though? He might be right, Bills. Locke isn't bad. He got Jared Judy. I think I got Jared Judy. No, I'm a Locke fan for sure. Yeah. I think it too. Yeah, overall the team is different. I think in a, in two or three years we might be having a conversation with Locke. Because they have Melvin Gordon, right? I mean. Yeah. All right, Mr. Ham, man, we appreciate you, man. We're going to close this up in a little bit. Mm-hmm. He said he's about to go. Um. Yeah. I mean. That division can get interesting in a couple of years. They got two young quarterbacks that have some potential. We're gonna see how Herbert plays this year, how Locke plays in the sophomore year. Um, and then you have the Raiders who have retooled a little bit offensively, defensively. They got Jonathan Abrams back this year. Well, they got a new attitude too, because they're gonna be in, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. So. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna be a little they're gonna have a little chip on their shoulder. Seem like they're a team that should be playing indoors just based on how they're configured, right? I mean right. Um so that division can get a bit interesting, but I still see the Chiefs only dropping about three games per year in that division and elsewhere. I don't see them really dropping any games um, in the AFC. So that's kind of the thing is right. Um, who's going to play spoiler. But yeah, I mean, overall, good contract on both sides. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's a win-win for both sides for right now. Uh, outside of, you know, anything crazy happening as far as the roster can't be retooled. Cause you don't want to have a good quarterback with no weapons, so I think that's something that they'll continue to work on. Doug Thomas, and that's a problem that Oregon quarterbacks just have in general. So I agree. Yeah, uh, Marcus Mariota had the same problem. Um, but yeah, I think that that that'll probably wrap it up for. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you got anything? No, I had anything. Everybody for coming through. Um, thanks everybody, and. See y'all next time. Yeah, we had a pretty good interaction again, man. That was great. It's great. Yeah. A lot of people shared their stories. Um, shout out to Pete Fremner and, and Big Willie. Make sure those guys uh have a safe recovery. So uh definitely. Yeah, other than that, man, we're gonna be back Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna talk about um these video games filling the void with uh real life sports, just in case we don't have the sports that we wanna see. But it'd be enough to hold us over. Does the NFL with Madden or 2K with their full seasons, does that fill that void? So that'll be something that we'll talk about. I hope you guys but also can... look out for a reveal from UFC four. Apparently is gonna be this weekend. Oh yeah. Event. So we'll yeah. see about that. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that as well. So yeah. um definitely. Uh, like I said, man, go keep it rolling over here. You'll probably see some more content on here later on and tomorrow or uh or um Pretty much this weekend, I'm off for of work, so the creative mind is is, is pretty much churning. So, uh, other than that, I'm good, man. Thank you, Big Willie, for the, for the kind words, man. We try our best to put a good show out here. We try, we try our best. Doug Thomas, you as well. Good show, thank you. And I thought the topic was pretty good, and I think either we thank the feedback, man. We thank you for the feedback, and I'm glad you guys love it. Get well, Big Willie. Get get well. Um, Pete, same. I don't think Pete is here, but I know he listens. You get well as well, and you know, keep us updated. So, um, like I said, catch us on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you don't want to listen to us on YouTube, you can download it and have our episodes wherever you go. You can also subscribe on those uh platforms as well. 
So that always helps, you know, with what we're trying to do as well. Yes, All right. We're going to be gone. Uh, no, we'll catch you guys on Tuesday. You know, catch us on Twitter. We might be joking on around, joking around on somebody. So, uh, all right, man. You guys be easy and be blessed. You guys take care. Peace. Peace. It's another great show.